0: From America, we are listening to the Hip Hop Patriot. Jeremy Harrell.
1: All my brothers and sisters, my beautiful, wonderful family on Live From America, I want to thank you so very much for giving me your first hour of your precious time today. Thank you so much for watching Live From America. I am your ever so humble. God fearing, but God loving host Jeremy Harrell, the hip hop patriot, and we are live right now on Rumble and YouTube. I want to tell you that yesterday's meetings were a success. I'll tell you a little bit more about that in uh, in a little bit, but we definitely had a success successful couple meetings yesterday, and content is now being uploaded on the Roku and Fire Stick channels. It took forever to finally get things done, but it's being done now. And by next week, uh, probably Monday of next week, you'll be able to watch every show on your Roku and your Fire Stick. Let's go ahead and give some morning shout-outs, shall we, to those who are watching On social media, because that is what built this show from the very beginning, and it's what built this show from the ground up. We're going to go to YouTube first. To Thomas Hamaker, I did get your email, and we're going to talk about that in a little bit, so thank you very much for watching. Captain Redbeard from Oregon, thank you so much for watching, Captain Redbeard. (laughs) R. Robbie Hagman, thank you so much for watching as well. Angie B says, Happy Friday, fellow patriots. Kim Martin is watching from Kentucky. I want to tell you that I enjoyed my time in Kentucky very much. Um, Stacy Whitsitt, good to see you. Good morning from Washington, she says. We've got Jessica Sump watching from the Sunshine State of Florida. We have Jackie Fain and Kathy Sable. Good morning to both of you and Margaret Mosley watching from Alabama, and one more on YouTube. Let's give it to Provo person, uh, which is Melissa from the great state of Utah. Now let's jump over to Rumble real quick and say hello to some people over there, folks. And by the way, this is your time to be all about action. This is your time to get as many eyeballs and eardrums on this channel as possible. Um, we really we had 7,000 people watching on Monday this week, and I'd love to see those numbers stay right about there. But let's give some blessings to Indiana, people watching from Indiana. Good to see you. Kathy Katz says, good morning, Jeremy and LFA family. It's going to be a great day today. Adam McPhee from California. Corn Pop is in the building watching on Rumble. Thank you, Corn Pop, for always being here and being such a dedicated person to the show, even though you are illegally occupying our white house okay Um, somebody said they're having problems receiving the newsletter my suggestion to you is to try to sign up for it again or check your other folders Um, yesterday there was a late response in getting it out there uh, to people and i don't know why but it finally ended up going out so please let me know if you did not get it this morning jg joseph from flint michigan are you guys allowed to even drink the water up there yet i was curious I've been curious about that for a while. I, I'd forgotten to ask somebody, are you able to drink the water in Flint, Michigan yet? Casey Maga says, I got to play a new chord on guitar. It's called D minor, the saddest chord in the world. <laughs> That's a good one. That's a good one. Hey, I got a, I got a, uh, I got a good joke to start out your day. Um, saw it yesterday. I couldn't find my Gone in 60 Seconds DVD. It was here just a minute ago. Huh? Or how about what did Jay Z call his wife before they were married? Fiance. <laughs> I know stupid jokes. Stupid jokes. Anyway, Kimmy thirteen thirteen says, "Please let's pray together for the people of Florida in the condo collapse." I agree. We will add that into our prayers today. Plus, I want to tell you a little bit of a conspiracy theory that I have about that very instance uh, that happened yesterday. That very sad tragedy. And uh, yeah, it's 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 hard to talk about anybody just automatically being wiped from this earth like that in such a freak accident. It's really, really crazy. Big Boy 99 says, shout me out. Well, I'm trying. I'm trying, Big Boy. We're all big boys here. Let's shout out to Big Boy 99. And uh, did you hear that McAfee had connections to the condo in Florida? That is exactly what I'll be talking about. And Heidi from OHIO on Rumble says, love your show. But wait a minute. One more. Lauren Cole says, Jeremy, can you say happy birthday to my husband, Cody? Today is Cody's birthday. Hey, Cody, Lauren Cole's husband. I'm assuming your name is, um, uh, your last name is Cole as well, Cody Cole. So, uh, either way, happy birthday, Cody. I hope it's an amazing birthday. You have an amazing wife. I'm sure you have an amazing life. And if you have a happy wife, then you definitely have. A happy life. All right? So God bless you guys all. Thank you so very much. Now I'd like to give a few more shout-outs to here to some monthly donors who that uh, came across my, my email this morning. Christina Bailey, thank you so much for your monthly donation. And Mary Ann Wigton. I appreciate yours as well. Jessica Zegers, thanks again. And Doug Wingeum, thank you very much. For your monthly donations. It is very much appreciated because it allows the show to maintain and grow and move on to more platforms. I would like to ask for prayers now. This is the section of the show that I do like to ask for prayers. People who send emails asking for prayers, all of us are going through something. All of us are going through something that is uncomfortable. All of us are going through something that is physical, emotional, mental. Everybody has problems. None of us are perfect. None of us are the Lord and Savior Jesus Christ, which is why we need Jesus in our lives. And when we all get together and pray for somebody, trust me, it makes a difference. Shannon Rice. Shannon Rice, um, this is hard to say. I, I read her email this morning and uh, responded back to her immediately. Um, she's very, very upset. And she even apologized for using harsh language, but it's definitely justified in this In this uh, situation. But Shannon's wife's son passed away tragically yesterday in a motorcycle accident. And I know we were just talking about people just suddenly passing away in Florida. But you know, uh, 155,000 people die in the United States every single day. And you never know when your time is going to come. And that's why it is so important to have Jesus in your life. Because we just don't know. There's no manual on our expiration date. And I'd like to say to Shannon Rice and your family, God bless you. Don't turn your back on God now. I know it seems like it's an easy target to get mad at him for losing your son. I cannot even imagine that pain, and I can't promise you that I wouldn't feel the same way. But you do have a family here, in live from America, you do have a family here that will pray for you. And uh, we we do pray that God gives you mercy, uh, blessings, and eases your pain through this rough Rough, rough time. I cannot even imagine. We love you, Shannon. We're here for you. If you need anything, let me or anybody else in the Life from America family know, and we will do anything that we can to help ease your pain. I'd also like to say, uh, ask for prayers for Lu- uh, Luisa Fuertes. Luisa Fuertes, she asked for her prayers, uh, prayers for her family in Surfside, Florida. Uh, she didn't go in- into anything other than that, but I would Ask you folks, when you have Shannon Rice in your prayers and you have the families of those who are victims of what happened yesterday at the condo in Florida in your prayers, please also add Luisa Fuertes in your prayers as well for her family. I don't know what's going on, but for anybody to ask for prayers from anybody else, it must be something serious. So we love you, Luisa, and we will be praying for you as well. Now, I want to talk quickly about Thomas Hamaker's email that he sent me. Uh, Thomas Hamaker said that he's, uh, in, in his little old town, there's a lot of uh, illegal aliens crossing daily. By the truckload, by the busload, by the train uh, cartload, there's just illegal aliens coming daily. And um, there, uh, there's constantly uh, officials, law officials, going down there to help out with these illegal crossings. And Thomas was in a restaurant or a diner. I can't believe I, I'm not sure which one it was, Thomas. I, I don't have the email in front of me, but I know you're watching on YouTube, so I know you'll correct me if I'm wrong. But uh, he saw a group of um, law, force, law enforcement officials there to help with that illegal immigration, and he saw them sitting at a table, and he felt this strong urge to go over and pray with them. And that's exactly what he did. Now remember my email yesterday, my newsletter yesterday said it now is the time, folks. There is no more fence riding. You are either with the Lord Jesus Christ or you are or, or, or you are not. Now, that doesn't make you the enemy. That doesn't make you the enemy if you're not at all. But if you are with the Lord Jesus Christ, then there is no time to just sit around anymore. We need to put our faith in full action. And that's exactly what Thomas Hammaker did. He walked over to these law enforcement officials, laid his hand on them, and prayed. And he said when he was doing this, when he was praying with them he felt such a rush he felt such a rush his body was in full speed just like you would feel when you get done running a long distance or a very or running as hard as you can he said he just felt something come over him that was just unmistakable and it was a massive rush and he said that from now on he's going to continue to do that he's got a calling to uh, to if he sees law enforcement or if he sees first responders, or anybody out there that's trying to make this country great, keep this country safe, he's going to do just that. He's going to do just like that. Oh, Surfside is where the building collapsed. So I'm, I'm sorry, I'm reading your comments, and i just seen that her family lives in Surfside, which is where that condo is. But, you, but Thomas, I want to just tell you what a great thing you did, what an amazing thing you did, and um, that is exactly what we need to do. When I'm out on the Save America Freedom Tour, and unfortunately Ben will not be able to join us on this leg of this trip because obviously he's got a lot of uh, issues that, it, that he needs to be there with his family for from, from, the, from their accident. Uh, but when we're out on the Save America Freedom Tour, myself, Ben, Dave, Bray, USA, all of us, we pray openly and we pray loud and we pray a lot. We pray openly, we pray loud, and we pray a lot. And folks, you would not believe the reaction You would not believe the reaction. People have come up to many of us and said, thank you for doing that. Overhearing us pray and come over and say, man, how do you guys do that? How do you have the courage to do that? Aren't you afraid that anybody's going to say anything? Aren't you afraid of what anybody's going to think? And it's actually the exact opposite. We know what people are going to think. We know people are going to talk behind our backs. But you want to know something? They're talking about the prayer. They're talking about God. And Thomas, that was a wonderful thing you did. God bless you. And let's continue to witness to people that we don't know, folks. Because I can tell you right now, it's exactly what Jesus told us to do. It is the one thing that Jesus made sure that he told his disciples to spread the word, spread the gospel throughout all the world. And you know from the verse the other day that when Jesus comes back, we already know. He said, I will come back. When all of the world has heard the gospel, so it's up to us. We are we have an action item from Jesus Christ Himself, and that is to spread the gospel. So, ladies and gentlemen, let's uh, change a little course here and let's turn our um, let's turn our full attention to God right now. Let's turn our full attention to God. I know there's a lot of people out there who need prayers. I know there's a lot of things going on in people's lives, but right now we got to try our best to just put that all. Just down for a second, focus on the foot of the cross, focus on what God did for us, and focus on the fact that Jesus has our back. And that's exactly what the verse of the day is about today. It is Romans 8, 28, and 29. If you have your Bible with you, again, it is Romans 8, 28, and 29. And it says this, And we know that God causes everything to work together for the good of those who, who love God, and are called according to His purpose for them. For God knew His people in advance. Check this part out. For God knew His people in advance, and He chose them to become like His Son. That means you. That means me. God knew us in advance, and He chose us to become like His Son, so that His Son would be the firstborn among many brothers and sisters. Folks, your brother is Jesus Christ. His sister is you. His brother is you. And we all have one Father, and that is God in Heaven. Now check this out, I wrote this, God's promise to have our back and give you all His grace and glory is Him sacrificing His only Son to be tortured and beaten before being killed on the cross. The promise when you've all heard the saying, talk is cheap, right? You've all heard the saying, show me better than you can tell me. Or I can show you better than I can tell you. Well, God not only told us through Scripture that He's got our back. God not only promised us that we have His blessings, His mercy, and His full grace if we walk in the light of the Lord. But He actually showed us His promise by allowing His only Son to be brutally beaten and killed and destroyed on the cross, okay? Okay? That's the promise, and if you read the verses above, God says that those who believe that and come to him when they hear when they hear the calling will be blessed, and all good things from God will work together for the good of His children. You are now that doesn't mean I'm going to stop for a minute. that doesn't mean nothing bad is going to happen to you. Look what happened to poor Shannon Rice and her family. That doesn't mean that bad things aren't going to happen. What it means is God's always working for the good of you and your family and the people that have come to Christ when they hear that calling. Now, check this out. It says, God will work together for the good of his children. You are a child of God, which is why I say that every day, folks. You are the brother and the sister of Jesus Christ himself. Think about all you do and have done for your own kids. Stop and think about that for a minute. If you're older and your kids are grown, think about the past. If you have young children right now and and, 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 and all the things you do for them, think of now. Think of this. Think of all that you've done for your own children. How much more will the creator of the entire universe do for you? You have been covered in the armor of God and you have been bathed in the light of His mercy. That alone makes you more special than anyone else that you know. Once you know that, you desperately want to share that with everybody. Once you feel that love, it isn't a bother or a chore to want to share the gospel like Thomas Hammacher did. No, you actually can't wait to share the gospel because it's the most amazing free gift of all time. You want to share that gift with everyone so that, you, so that they may experience how wonderful it is as well and ultimately you see the danger they are in and you want to try to save them from it. People mistake that desire and kindness as annoying Christians being Bible thumpers. When in fact, it's better than trying to offer them $10 million for free. How generous and kind it actually is. Think about this verse today as you go to work or maneuver through the day. Be excited and be happy to share the good news with somebody. Pray on it and let God guide you to your purpose and your destiny. In Jesus' name, Amen. Amen. Alright folks, if you can, please say the Lord's Prayer with me and we will encompass all the prayers for everybody into this one prayer. The Lord's Prayer is so powerful. I want you to focus on the words. I want you to think about the cross and I want you to say the Lord's uh, Prayer with me while you think of Shannon Rice, while you think of Luisa uh, Fuertes, while you think of those who suffered and died in Florida. Our Father, Men And I want to tell you, before we get ready to rumble, folks, there has been a change to the flyer of our trip next week. Uh, The location in Illinois has went from Washington Square Park um, to an indoor facility. So I've put that flyer up on Telegram and on Instagram, and um, I'll talk about it here as well. But we've changed that location due to rain in the forecast, apparently. So it's going to an indoor location now. All right. Are you ready? YouTube, I see you're ready, and I know that people on Rumble are ready because there's 5,000 of you patiently waiting. So let's get ready to Rumble, folks. The first and foremost section of today, and it's also going to be the Smarty Award of the day. And who better to give the Smarty Award to than President Donald J. Trump? Do you remember what President Donald J. Trump said in, um, in 2016? Think about what happened in 2016. Think of the airport hangars. Think of the Trump jet coming. Think of a man coming to make America great again. A man coming to save America. Think of the campaign that was built. Think of the PR. Think of the advertising. Think of the marketing. Think of the the, the sheer excitement that you got when you heard or seen President Trump for the very first time. Think about all that. And then think about when he said, you're going to win you're going to win so much that you are going to get tired of winning. You're going to win so much that you say, President Trump, please, please stop the winning. And he told you he's not going to stop the winning. So in light of the fact that President Trump promised us winning, 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 and in light of the fact that we're about to give him the Smarty Award of the day, let's go ahead and play that very song about winning, shall we? Do it win. Stay there, they stay there, they stay there. What, President Trump, what do we do? <laughs> President Trump is going to get the Smarty Award of the day today because he is ramping it up, folks. He is in full throttle. He has his pedal to the metal, and he is not about to slow down. And the last time that President Trump was like this, was in 2016. The difference was, he had a social media platform in 2016. It has been proven since then that he does not need a social media platform. Why? Because the man is so polarizing. He is so amazing. He has got so much energy. He never, ever, ever, ever stops. And the last person in the world that I would ever bet against is President Donald J. Trump. He's now announced his second rally. Of course, it's going to be in Florida. And he's releasing an average of two to three statements a day lately. And he is saying things like this, 2024 or before. Think about that. 2024 Or before. The guy's been dropping hints like, you're going to be very happy real soon. We're going to take the White House back, and it's going to be sooner than you think. He's been saying this for the last three weeks, and now the rallies are starting. Think about the size of the rallies. Think about the excitement of the rallies. Think about what it was in 2016. Think about when he went up against 16 other rhinos, wiped the floor with them then went up against Hillary Clinton. The reason why they didn't put all the cheating into effect back then, number one, they didn't have it packed down and ready. Dominion wasn't ready to really do it. And two, they really didn't think they needed to. They thought for sure that Hillary Rodham Clinton was going to beat the brakes off of President Donald J. Trump, and that was the worst mistake they could have ever made. And that's why Hillary Clinton came out with a book to say, what happened? What happened? What happened was you got take, you got took to school. That's what happened. President Trump had so much excitement in the country, and now there's even more excitement behind him because there's people that know that he was that he a did a good job. There was a lot of independents. There was a lot of uh, conservatives who did not want to vote for President Trump because they did not know that he would actually do a good job. There was fear there was fearmongering out there going on, and there were Republicans who did not vote for him because of the fact that they did not know what he was capable of. Now we know what he's capable of. Now we know what he's like as a president. Now we know that that there was power and peace through strength. Now we know that he brought the Middle East together. Now we know that gas prices were lower than they've been in who knows how long. Now we know that more people were employed and that goes across the board from white to black to brown to green to purple to yellow to doesn't matter what color you are. We know that it didn't matter if you were a man or a woman or gay or straight. You had jobs. The Jobs were up. There were uh, uh, um, uh, Unemployment was way down. The country, the dollar it was strong. So we know The kind of job that he did. And now that this man has got his foot on the pedal again and he's talking about winning, he's talking about 2024 before, or he's talking about the best is yet to come, or he's talking about I'm going to be back in the White House and maybe sooner than you think and you're going to like what we're talking about. Do you think that this man doesn't have a plan? Seriously, come on. How well do you know this man now? Do you think that this man is not working on something major behind the scenes? Do you think that this man doesn't know things that we don't know? Do you think that this man was waiting for these audits? Do you think that this man was just sitting back and waiting uh, for, for, for just a time to come back out and do the rallies? No, everything is calculated, everything was strategically planned, and he needed the American people to get a fire lit under them about what happened to him. And when your fire was lit under him, and he's seen a record number of people running for circuit uh, county uh, positions, when he's seen a record number of people running for um, city council, when he's seen a record number of people start going to these school boards and voting these school boards out and taking them over, taking over the meetings and saying, no, we've had enough. When he started seeing that, it inspired him. There, it's all strategically planned, but one thing needs to happen before another thing happens. And the first thing that needed to happen in order to truly Truly, say the best is yet to come. Was you, me, and everybody else who watches all these shows, watches these podcasts, and who's sick and tired of being taken to 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 the cleaners by the U.S. government? He needed us to get involved, and now that we are, imagine the power that's going to be behind this guy now. Imagine the excitement and the and the, and, and, and the sheer um, uh, numbers of people that are going to propel this guy back to where he rightfully belongs. Whether it's twenty. 24 or before. Remember, the guy not only wrote the art of the deal, he also wrote the art of the comeback. The art of the comeback. Chuck Neuveman says, Smarty music sucks. <laughs> hey, we, we were asked to do this and I did it for a day and then I thought about the winning part of it. And since I'm talking about winning, I decided to bring it over till today. Don't worry. We're going to go back to the old sounds. Sometimes we just got to switch it up a little bit, but I appreciate it. By the way, we love you, Chuck. Charles, Chuck, we love you, man. Everybody's free to express their opinion here. All right, moving on, ladies and gentlemen. So uh, so yes, to cap it off, the first and foremost section, something huge is coming. You know it's huge. I know it's huge. The world knows it's huge. It's going to be massive. I don't know when. I don't know how. But I know that we're doing the steps the correct way. And I guarantee you that this was all strategically put in place by President Trump and his team to see exactly where they were to fit in when it comes to this massive, massive comeback. Now, I'd like to take this time to jump over to JeremyHerald.com real quick because this is the point of the show where I want to highlight a business on the America Strong page. And here is the name of the business. It is called On a Whim keepsakes. So if you go to the America Strong tab on JeremyHerald.com, you'll see a bunch of businesses, American-owned, President Trump, MAGA businesses. This one is called On a Whim Keepsake, okay? And if you click their Etsy shop, it'll take you to what they do. It's really cool. For those watching on YouTube, what it is is uh, is a, a bunch of different crocheted patterns of stuffed animals for little kids, decoration for your home uh... doesn't need to be just stuffed animals for kids it can be it can be stuffed animals for anybody anybody who decorates with any kind of owls or mooses or frogs or cows or anything like that in their house this is on a whims keepsake and you can check them out on jeremyharrell.com or just go right to their etsy page and you can uh... order something for your grandkids for your children for anybody on there and it's just another way of us working together as conservatives as followers of Christ, as people who love the red, white, and blue, and I'm sick and tired of just being taken to the cleaners by left-wing ideology and left-wing businesses who try to cancel culture everything and shift the power and the wealth from small businesses to large businesses. That's what the entire America Strong page is about. They're really awesome. I suggest you check them out. And now... We'll move back on with more live from America, ladies and gentlemen. Ten crazy left-wing nut jobs. Ten crazy left-wing nut jobs. Nine jihad. <laughs> we should make a Christmas album, you know it. We should make a Christmas album where we're talking about the left wing. But anyway, let's go ahead and cue that dum-dum music, shall we? <laughs> the dum-dum award of the day is going to go boom right into the swamp donkey bucket because we're talking about ten crazy left wing swamp donkey liberal nut jobs who were arrested outside of Senator Kirsten Cinema's Phoenix office yesterday for protesting notice how i'm put protesting because we know when the left protest. They don't protest. They literally cry, whine, scream, pull their hair out, kick doors, burn buildings, kill people and whatever else that you see when you see Antifa and burn loot, murder around. Either way, it doesn't matter what you put in front of their names. They're all paid by the Democrat Party. The DNC pays for all these people to wear shirts. You know those Biden shirts that are coming across the border? DNC paid for. You know that phony Russia hoax story and all these other fake things that are going on against President Trump? Paid for by the DNC. All these operatives that are camping out in front of somebody's door and and and, and demanding that they that they think exactly like they think um, paid for by the DNC 10 of them were arrested outside of Kirsten Sinema's Phoenix office. The funny thing about this is is she's a democrat. And they were democrats. But wait a minute. How's that possible? Well, because she's not falling in line with what they want even though her voters People who voted who, her in, clearly, who are Democrat, she's doing the will of the people. And the will of the people says, do not get rid of the filibuster. So now, even though she and Joe Manchin both voted for the For the People Act, which is really for the Democratic Party Act, we all know that. If you've read it, you know it. <laughs> it's it's not a secret. okay. Even though she voted for that For the People Act, she's voting against ditching the filibuster which is what you would need to do in order to get the four the people act through because it's one of those bills that needs a 60 uh, 60 um, 60 votes in order to succeed and pass through in the Senate some votes don't some votes in the Senate only need majority but something uh, that would change the fabric of this country like that it needs 60 votes and that's why they want to ditch the filibuster so bad they are running they are running up to a million dollars worth of attack ads on their own person. Up to a million dollars worth of attack ads. You know what we don't do in the Republican Party? We don't spend money on attack ads. We just simply get rid of people who decided that they would leave the party. We just get rid of people who decided they were going to attack ninety 95% of the Republican base by attacking MAGA supporters. You don't do that. That's a big difference between... Protesting and getting arrested outside somebody's office because they won't vote the way you want them to vote. Liz Cheney actually voted to impeach President Trump. Liz Cheney actually took the war to President Trump, which in turns take the war to us. There's a very big difference there, and I want people to understand that. Okay. Now, they were arrested outside her office because she would not, because she's maintaining her support for the filibuster. She put out a statement. Reiterating the fact that she is going to continue to support keeping the filibuster. Why? Because she's smart enough to realize it doesn't matter if the Democrats cheat and take out all the power in the world. Sooner or later, the people of this country, who are the ones that are in charge, are going to make a change. However, that happens, whether it happens through voting, whether it happens through another mean, you know, like take back your country, like President Trump said yesterday, which we'll talk about. Sooner or later that's going to happen, and when that does, when the shoe is on the other foot, the people that did that went outside the Constitution and destroyed this world and destroyed this country, they will pay the ultimate price. She understands that. She understands that. And for somebody that has the D in front of their name, I applaud that. I applaud that, and I'm inspired by that, regardless of what position she has anywhere else. She understands a true balance of power. Okay? Um... On Rumble, 8212 says we are smarter than the Dems when it comes to spending money. 100%. We understand where to f- actually spend money to make things effective and not just waste money because it's not... Th- th- that's the funny thing about the Dems. They don't care, though. It's not their money to begin with. It's your money. So they'll waste it all they want. That's the difference between conservative and Liberal. Uh, moving over, Kathy says on YouTube, "I like the smarty music. It's happy music. Let us all be happy." Jeremy was being happy playing that music. He loves happy and hip hop music. Come on, man! <laughs> Thank you, Kathy. I appreciate that. All right, folks. Speaking of crazy, because we just talked about the crazy left wing swamp donkeys who were cr- crying and screaming outside Sen- uh, Senator uh, Kim Senator Kirsten Cinema's office. Let's quickly talk about the University of Oklahoma. Now, I'd like to get a... Um, raise your hand, please. Um, excuse me, I just want to read something real quick. Attention, Jeremy, please remove Chris on YouTube. She is name-calling. Um, well, I'm not going to do any of that right now. I'm going to continue to do the show, but if somebody's name-calling and, and, and you don't... You know, like it, I suggest maybe just blocking them and you don't see their stuff. I mean, that's, that's probably what we should always do anyways. Um, but, you know, I can't monitor everything, so I don't know. So I'd like to see a raise of hands. Who lives in Oklahoma? Does anybody in this feed, whether you're watching on YouTube or whether you're watching on Rumble, do you live in Oklahoma or do you have any friends, family, or any associates that you know that live in Oklahoma. Because if you do, we're going to highlight the University of Oklahoma right now. And it's not a good highlight, folks. It's not a good highlight because we already know that the the universities, not just the universities, high schools and elementary schools too, but we've known for a long time that the universities of this country are completely left-wing, okay? We know that the universities of this country indoctrinate young children, into growing up to think that conservatives and Republicans are evil, racist, bigoted, bad monsters. We know this already. However, other than just seeing what they, you know, their actions, like you know, banning like Ben Shapiro or banning Milo Yiannopoulos or banning somebody like, uh, you know, Candace Owens from coming and speaking at their university because it's going to cause some kind of hate craziness or whatever it is. That that we can see that we can say okay, because of that, you're indoctrinated. You're indoctrinating kids. You are not letting them have a free choice. You're not giving them both sides of the aisle and letting them have a free choice. But now, folks, we know from the top brass at the University of Oklahoma anyway that it is part of their training to not only censor children but to indoctrinate them. I'm not kidding. I have a video that I'm going to play for you right now, and for all those on YouTube, You can listen to the audio, but this is the University of Oklahoma admitting that they not only censor, but they indoctrinate. And it's pretty incredible. Check this out. An online workshop at the University of Oklahoma
0: explores how instructors should readjust students' writing if the instructor disagrees with the student's topic or opinion. The workshop leader also credited the Supreme Court for giving instructors the ability to censor the Supreme Court has actually upheld that hate speech, derogatory speech, any of the isms do not apply in the classroom because they do not foster a productive learning environment. And so as instructors, we can tell our students, no, you do not have the right to say that.
1: Stop talking right now, right?
0: The training shows instructors how to steer students away from certain viewpoints, labeling opinions they don't consider a appropriate as hate speech. I, in this case, I usually look for my students who might be, um, like entertaining the idea of listening to a problematic argument. Then I say, we don't have to listen to that. Demanding ideological uniformity is a violation of students' freedom of expression and freedom of conscience. One of the fears is that We're going to get in trouble for this, right? Like, we can't tell students that they can't say something in class. Um, But we can.
1: And let me tell you how.
0: Join us in demanding that OU bring its training methods in line with its constitutional obligations. To view the full training and read the Foundation for Individual Rights and Education's analysis, visit thefire.org.
1: And there you have it, folks. There you have it. Straight from the people at the uh, University of Oklahoma. They'll just change your writing. They'll change your writing if they think that it's hate speech. They will change your writing because they feel that it's better for the school. They feel that it's better for the person who's reading it that they don't get triggered. Regardless of Supreme Court rulings. Regardless. So that means you not only have universities... Defying Supreme Court ruling. You have state government bodies like happened in Pennsylvania on November 3rd and beyond when they ignored Judge Alito's rulings. And you have people like Brad Raffensperger and Brian Kemp ignoring a federal judge and Judge Amaro's rulings by tampering with evidence. All you have is lawlessness all over this country. lawlessness, lawlessness and lawlessness. And the weird part about that is as we as parents teach our children the basic fundamental rules. There are consequences for your actions. Period. But unfortunately, in our world there's only consequences for inactions. If you're a conservative, and no consequences for actions if you are a liberal the entire world has become politicized. People say, don't talk politics or religion. Well, guess what? There's no way out of it these days. No way out of it. Because your decision to not want to take an experimental drug is now considered politicized. So if you say, you know what? I don't want to take this. I don't want to take this experimental Fauci virus drug. Why would I want to take that? It's doing X, Y, and Z. Somebody goes, you must be a Republican. See how bad that's happened, and guess who are the culprits of making sure that that was the way that the United States was? Democrats. Period. I don't care what side of the aisle you're on. This is me talking to you like a human being. Democrats. Democrat. 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 They are responsible for pretty much everything that is bad that's going on in this country right now, except for like you know, you know, self decisions like you know being a murderer or something like that. I'm just talking about the way society is shaped. Everything bad about society is shaped by Democrats, or left-wing woke companies. Period. There's no arguing that. There's no arguing that. And anybody who likes paying 50% tax, anybody who likes open borders, anybody who likes a minimum wage, which is going to make make companies not hire people or automate things, they're just too stupid to realize what's going to happen in the long run. They are temporarily brainwashed, and that is why most young people are Democrats, and they don't become conservatives or Republicans until they're old enough to see the errors of their ways. But that stuff right there, that stuff's got to stop in this country. It's got to stop. Or else you get to a point where you see what happened to Rudy Giuliani yesterday. A a panel of five appellate judges, all liberal left-wing Democrats, every single one of them, allowed their hatred for President Trump based on politicizing everything actually guide them to make a decision that is completely wrong and completely illegal and against the Constitution, barring a man from practicing law only because you say he made unsubstantiated claims about the 2020 election, which we're finding out are all substantiated? If you would just shut up for five seconds and let an audit go through, you would understand that President Trump was right. You would understand that Rudy Giuliani was right. Meanwhile, there are lawyers in New York right now who are involved in felonies in their past while they had law licenses. Literally burning cars and making terrorist threats, they still have their law license. But Rudy Giuliani, who said that there was some fraud that went on in the, February, in the November th- uh, 3rd, 2020 election, he gets his license revoked because he said that, even though that the forensic audits are proving it? The forensic audit in Michigan alone, in Antrim County, Michigan alone, DePerno already proved that there was fraud. But these guys, no consequences for your action, the GOP in Michigan, they can just come out and say, no, there wasn't, period, it's done. Sh- prove it. Prove to me there wasn't. Prove it. Period. And when we do prove it, everybody is going to have a massive big plate of crow to eat. Every bit of it. And I'm going to stand there and watch all of them. The, the, the Supreme Court justices, the federal appeal, uh, appellate judges, um, all of the, the rhinos, all of these these Democrats like Katie Hobbs and, and Andrew Cuomo. I can't wait to stand over it all and watch every one of them eat crow. Because it's going to happen. It is going to happen, period. There's no way around it. You can't beat Trump, and you definitely can't beat God. And this whole thing with Rudy Giuliani, the only reason that they're going after him was is because of his ties to President Trump, period. They know what's coming. They know what's coming in these audits. They know what's coming in all of this digging. They know that they they were wrong. They know they cheated. They know they pulled the wall over the American people's eyes and created the biggest crime that the world has ever seen, and, and it's all combined with the COVID-19 Fauci virus. Think about it. It's all coming down on them. And when it does, I'm going to be sitting there smiling, praying for them, but smiling, saying, what did you think was going to happen? You can't beat God. You can't beat freedom. And you can't beat people who hear that calling from God and walk in the grace of God. I said it in the verse this morning. All good things are working together for the good of God's people. Period. I'll take I'll take that word over the word of the Michigan GOP. How about you guys? Um someone said on Rumble, I hope so. This is all taking too long. Is it though? It feels like it's taking too long because we're in the storm. We are in the storm, so it feels like it's taking too long. But is it though? I don't think so. We want to make sure that we're precise on this. It's just like Judge Amaro down in Georgia. He wants to be precise. He wants to be calculated. Patience is a virtue, and it's about quality, not quantity. The bigger they are, the harder they fall. Let them keep climbing that ladder and wait till that ladder falls. It's not only going to break a bone. It's not only going to cause a bruise or a scratch or get a little road rash. They're going to be completely out of commission. Completely out of commission. All right, ladies and gentlemen, (laughs) I knew we had to go through it. We had to get to this point where we were talking about creepy, sleepy, let me sniff your daughter, Cockroach Joe Cornpot Biden. You know we had to get to this point, so let's go ahead and cue that music. Once again, this guy's going to end up getting the Dum Dum Award for the month, period. (laughs) Joe Biden, ladies and gentlemen man, this guy, not only does he come at you and and threaten you as an American citizen with an F-15 fighter pilot jet, and then threaten you with nuclear capability against your own people, which should be impeachable right then and there just for even saying that, then the guy comes out, and just when you think that he couldn't be more creepy, just when you think that maybe he will make it the rest of this year, just when you think that that dementia or whatever it is that's that, that, that's taken over Joe Biden has, 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 has maybe not gone as far as you think it's gone, well, then he comes along and says or does something that is completely out of this world, nutso and crazy. At, by now, all of you have seen his weird whispering. I don't get it. I don't understand it. But in case you haven't seen it, let me play the video for you. Because it's going to blow your mind, how this guy gets away with what he gets away with, and nobody seems to care at all. This is Joe Biden, your pretender and thief. Whispering very oddly yesterday. Let's probably turn the volume up for this one. In relief. I got them. One point.
0: They're going to be getting checks in the mail that are consequential this week for child care. A has been happened already. Number two, I'm going to fight like heck to get them the rest of what I think has to be done. I'm going to be going around the country, spending time, making the case to the American people that this, this isn't about showing an identification that this is who I am when I vote. This isn't just about whether or not, excuse me, you can provide water for someone standing in line while they're waiting to vote this is about who gets to judge whether your vote counted after it's been cast think about it don't dismiss it at all she remind him i wrote the bill i wrote the bill on the environment on the environment why would i not be for it <laughs> employers can't find workers i said yeah Is is an employees employees bargaining
1: chip now. Folks, are we just gonna are we just going to pretend as a nation that the apparent leader of our world which we all know is not, even the world knows it's not, but are we just gonna pretend that this guy's okay? Are we just I got that more. What was that, Joe? Are you trying to sniff the crowd, Joe? What are you doing? Do you think... Can you imagine what the people that are puppeting this guy must think every day when they put him up there? And what happened to his blue eyes? Like, I get it. People change as you get older. Your face changes. Your body changes. Gravity kicks in. I get it 100%. But guess what happens? Your eyes don't really change color from bright blue to black. Why are his eyes black? Why are his eyes black? Why is his facial structure different? Like I get it. Sometimes things can actually, you know, diseases that you have or 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 mental problems or or you know, things like Alzheimer's stuff that can even change your appearance a little. Is that what's happened to him? I mean, I'm not saying the guy's different. I'm not saying the guy's a different guy. I'm not I'm not going that far. I'm not saying he's a clone or anything like that. I'm saying what happened to the guy? You don't go from baby bright blue eyes to black eyes. You just don't. Which lets me to believe that the guy's just demonic. <laughs> the guy's got demons or something. There's some weird stuff going on. And for you to sit there as the as as the as the, uh, the the reporters in the room, the journalists in the room, and sit there and watch that and not go, Mr. President, what in the h e double hockey sticks is going on, Mr. President? Why are you whispering? Why does anybody ask that? Now you do have some Fox correspondents in there. You have uh, uh, what's his name there, Peter Ducey. He'll he'll take people to task. Why isn't why isn't anybody addressing this? Is everybody on the payroll? Is literally everybody in that room threatened or on a payroll or of some sort? You, me, any normal person would go, um, Mr. President, what is going on? Why are you whispering to us? Mr. President, can you please take a health evaluation? Can you please take, can you please actually go through a mental evaluation to see if you're okay? Because normal people don't whisper. Why isn't anybody asking these just normal questions? They're just sitting there smiling. It's like they're all drugged up on the same thing. Telling you, man, it's all... You know why? Fake news. It's all fake news. Every bit of it. Kamala Harris being down at the border, you think she's going to go to the border? No. She's going to fly in on the tarmac, and here, ha, ha, fly away. It's all... It's all fake news. It's phony stuff. It didn't happen. Joe, why are you whispering? What? Just like that. Is there something wrong with you? Are you off your meds? Why doesn't anybody ask these questions? Are they just that afraid? Are they, are they afraid that the federal government is going to 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 Epstein them or McAfee them? Now speaking of McAfee, I do want to go I want, I want to touch on this real quick. I told you I was going to touch on it at the beginning of the show. I'm going to go conspiracy theory theory on you for a minute. Joe McAfee or John McAfee actually released before way before he died, you know, that he had 32 terabits of information about the federal government in a condo. In Florida. I don't have to put the pieces together for you. I'm not saying that happened or anything. I'm not saying that happened at all. I'm just saying that's conspiracy theory stuff for you right there. Now, he also did an interview not long before he was just suicided. And where he said that the Department of Drug and Food Administration, whatever, was the biggest drug dealer in the world... And he said that the department of, oh, I can't remember the, the actual department that he used, but he said they were the biggest human traffickers in the world. And he said he stumbled across that information by accident because he said when the government was trying to come after him for some bogus charges, he decided he'd turn around and kill him with kindness. What did that mean? He said that he donated thousands of laptops to these government agencies to use. He said they were all infected with a virus that actually allowed him to just get data and get data and find out why they were pinning bogus charges on him. He said he never got to find out what the bogus charges were or how they came to pin the bogus charges on him. He said all the information I was looking for I couldn't find. But what I did find was this. And he was talking about how the U.S. government was the largest drug traffickers and human traffickers in the world. You put that together with the fact that he said he would never kill himself, and the fact that he got a tattoo that said "whacked" and then was found suicided right before he was getting extradited to the U.S. government, and he said that he's got thirty-two bits of ter- uh, t- thirty-two terabytes of information that would sink the federal government in a condominium in Miami. Yes, Department of de- Department of Defense. Thank you, Sheila. Now that's why I had to go conspiracy theory on theory on you for a minute. Where there's smoke, there's fire, folks. And this is what journalists forgot how to do. Follow the smoke to the fire. Nowadays, they're just, they're just activists. They're just activists with an agenda. None of them are actually journalists. Remember what happened in Nashville? Remember the, 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 the RV that exploded? Remember that? What happened with that? Where's that story? Remember where it exploded at? What happened with that? Remember the building that was actually, who it was purchased by that was right next to that RV? Whatever happened with that? It's all coming down, folks. It's all coming down. Now, I told you that as we uh, as we get closer to being on Real America's Voice TV and stuff like that, they actually have commercials on there, and that I was going to be uh, stopping at certain segments in order to... Um, in order to help them when they take the recorded version of the show and put it on later at night that they have commercials on the show. So, we'll be right back with more Live from America, and I'd like to highlight a very, very special business for you right now. And that, and I've, I've talked about them lately, and that is ProvidingHopeVA.com. There is nobody, there's very few, let's say, people that are more important to this country than our veterans. Our veterans give us the freedom. Our veterans give us... The ability to be able to have family and have barbecues, and we treat them like absolute garbage in this country when they come back from war. But at Providing Hope, they actually find places for them to live, they find jobs for them, and they get them situated in life with new homes, new jobs, and a new outlook on life with a new support system. So check out ProvidingHopeVA.com. Find out how you can get involved. And you want to talk about action item stuff, you want to talk about how you can get involved, helping our homeless vets is one of them. So check out ProvidingHopeVA.com. And now that we're back, we're going to talk about Tony the Fraud Fauci for a minute, folks. We haven't talked about this the news is fake fake doctor in a while. So let's talk about Tony the Fraud Fauci for a minute, a.k.a. Master Fauci swamp rat let's do that right now ladies and gentlemen there's a new book out called nightmare scenario weird name right guess who wrote the book well i'll give you the names of the people who wrote the book yasmin abatulib and damian paletta they are both from the washington post put out a new book called nightmare scenario in this book it actually says that september of 2020 Master Swamp himself, Tony the Fraud Fauci, was put in a kiddie pool, stripped down to his underwear, and hosed off because he actually opened a package that had an exploding white powder in it. They thought it was ricin. They thought he was a dead man. Thought he was a dead man. Put him in a kiddie pool, sprayed him down because of white powder exploding. Why didn't we hear about that? Why didn't we hear about that last year, ladies and gentlemen? Why are we hearing this for the first time from a book from two morons from Washington Post? And yes, I'm calling them morons because of the fake news that they write. That was false and fake and never happened. Makes me wonder if this is even true. But in their book, it says that Tony the Fraud Fauci, a.k.a. Master Swamp Rat, was stripped down, put in a kiddie pool, hosed off, stripped down to his underwear because he thought he was dying. Because he got an explosive white powder in an envelope that he thought was ricin. Let me ask you, why... Are we just hearing about it? I can tell you why we're just hearing about it. And it's the same reason that Kamala Harris, cackling Kamala, didn't want to go to the border. Because perception is reality, folks, especially in politics. Perception is reality. The perception of Kamala Harris going to the border for the world would be that there's a problem at the border. There has to be a problem at the border in order for Kamala Harris to go to the border. And once the cameras pick up what's actually going on there and see her in the same picture, then they link the two of them together. Even though we already know Ted Cruz and everybody else in the world, myself included, have been to the border exposing what's going on in the border, it doesn't make it a reality unless the perception is there. So the perception of Kamala Harris and Joe Biden administration being at the border would would let people know that there's a problem at the border, and who do you blame for that? You blame the administration that's in charge, period. That is why they did not go to the border until Trump said he was going to the border. Then they had to change up their story real quick and change up their schedule because they couldn't let President Trump beat them at something. Now, you go back to this story. Why didn't this story come out? Let's say it's true. Let's say that this is not fake news and that this is true. The story didn't come out because the world did not want you, the viewer, and me, to have the perception that people were sick and tired of Tony the Fraud Fauci and that people were actually trying to kill... This man, because of the lie and because of the disease that he spread upon this world that destroyed everything. So let's assume that this happened. Let's assume the guy was stripped down into his underwear. First of all, I don't even want to get that picture in my head. Second of all, let's assume that he was put in a kiddie pool the right, and there was a white exploding powder that he had to get washed down from. They did not want you to know that the world was fed up with Tony Fauci. They did not want you to know, because the perception would be, wait a minute, why are people trying to kill this guy? And it would have made you dig even further further, faster. But the truth is always going to come out. The truth will always come out. And if this is true, if this story is true, then people knew about what he was doing a long time ago, and it's exactly what they were trying to hide. And thank God for people like Rand Paul. Thank God for people who pushed and pushed and pushed and pushed to find out about this gain of function, Thank God to uh, Steve Bannon and everybody over there, Navarro, Peter Navarro, who dug and dug and dug and found out that the money that went to build the Wuhan lab and all of the gain of research came from Tony Fauci, which was ultimately also given to him by Bill Gates. $100 million, folks. We're starting to put it all together. We're starting to put it all together. And they didn't want you to know that people knew about Fauci before all this came out. They were hoping to keep it quiet. They were hoping to keep it quiet. All right, now we're going to take this time to call some folks. This is one of my favorite segments of the show when we do this. Who we're going to call right now, we're going to call the state of Wisconsin. We're going to call Robin Voss, who is the Speaker of the House in Wisconsin, Republican. And we're going to call the President of the Senate, Chris Kapenga. We're going to call both of these individuals right now because both of them are massive rhinos who say there's nothing to see here, that the election was great, nothing was wrong, and they do not want to push for a forensic audit in Washington, even though Washington is the lowest-hanging fruit of all of them. I mean, not Washington, excuse me, Wisconsin. Excuse me. Because Wisconsin has the lowest-hanging fruit of all of them. What do I mean by that? That means that the laws that were in place, that they went around and changed without the state legislature's um permission was that no mail-in ballots none then there was what 210,000 or something that was ordered to be sequestered by a judge that was again not adhered to remember that so we're going to call these folks we're going to call these folks and you are right Katie Olson just says or Kat Olson says conspiracy theories just keep coming true I know isn't that crazy isn't that crazy that all these tinfoil hat conspiracy theories just keep coming true and every time you mention anything about it like what we just talked about with McAfee somebody's going to somebody out there's going to be like oh my gosh you republicans and your stupid conspiracy theories but it's weird that they just keep coming true hmm anyway let's go ahead and call these folks so robin voss let's call the office of robin voss first 16082823663 by the way i'm not going to be rude but i'm not going to be happy when i talk to these guys or, if I don't get to talk to anybody, the messages that we leave. Again, the number, 1608 That is the number for the office of Robin Voss, who is the House Speaker in Wisconsin, who is a rhino, who does not want a forensic audit to move forward. Let's go ahead and call him, shall we? That sounded like it was a fax number and not a phone number. Let's try another number here. Let's try Chris Capango one 266 9174 That's one six zero eight 266 Let's try this one. There we go. of Senator Kapanga. Yes, hi. Um, I was wondering, um, I'm, my name's Jeremy Harrell. I run a show called Live from America. And uh, we're actually on the air right now. We were actually uh, calling to get a, uh, a comment from Chris Kapanga. Is he available? Oh, hanging up. Straight hung up on me, folks. Hung up on me. Didn't even get to say anything, and she hung up on me. So you know what to do, folks. First time that somebody answered, I did not expect that to happen. 1608. 2669179. Let's call them again, shall we? Let's try this again. I'll say for some reason we got disconnected. Elected officials, hanging up on people.
0: Hi, you've reached Senator Chris Kavanaugh's office. We're sorry we can't take a call right now, so please leave your name, address, and phone number, and someone will get back to you as soon as you can. Thank you. After the tone, please record your message. When you finish recording, hang up or press the pound key for more options.
1: Hello, ma'am. Uh, I just called Jeremy Harrow live from America. You actually rudely hung up on me, and that's really odd. As uh, voters who have a right to be able to call and talk to their elected officials, we were just hoping to get a comment from um, Senator Chris Kapanga on some voting election irregularities that happened last year, and why... That He is adamantly opposing a forensic audit. We were hoping to get a comment on that, but unfortunately, you, the gatekeeper, decided to hang up on us, which we think is completely un-American and very, very rude. So in light of that fact, thousands and thousands of people will be flooding this phone uh, phone number to ask if they can get a comment from Chris Kapanga. We think that this was very un-American. I can't believe you even de- that you had the gall to hang up on us before we even got a question out there. You had no idea what the question was, which means a lot of people must be calling for this exact thing. Trust us, this will not go away. The spotlight is on Chris Kapenga and your office, and we will not let this go away. Thank you very much. God bless you because you're definitely going to need it seeing as how rude you are. Have a great day. There you go, folks. 608-266-9174. 608-266-9174. How dare they? Woo! How dare they? Blow that number up, folks. You have the right to do that. that. What I'm telling you to do is not wrong. You have the absolute 100% right to call these people. That is why their numbers are public. That is what they're supposed to be there for. And she's straight hung up. Before we could even get the question out because we told her we were on air. You're fired. You're fired. You're, fired. You're, fired. You're fired. Chris Capanga, you got some ooh, you got some answering to do. Alright, ladies and gentlemen, I want to give you an update on Florida Senate Bill 2006, 2006. This is very, very important. Folks, don't worry, we'll call them back a little um, a little later as well. So, I got a little bit, I dug a little bit on this story. I had some friends help. We dug deeper and we dug deeper and we dug deeper on the rhetoric that is in this bill, Senate Bill 2006, that was just passed by Ron DeSantis, governor of Florida, which outlaws and bans vaccine passports now the rhetoric that we found in this bill was very very disturbing and what I'm talking about was force vaccinations force um, isolations and uh, basically by any means necessary can they take you and do what they want with you in the um, if there's a situation where there's a public health pandemic going on well folks, Stay with me here. This is a little... This is a little... This is different. Okay. This bill that we're talking about, that rhetoric that is in that specific bill, was actually passed by Jeb Bush. So when people were saying, that's old, that's old, that's old, that's fake news, that's old news, they were right about that. But they were also wrong about that as well. Meaning that the bill, that bill that that was originally signed by Jeb Bush with that rhetoric way back in the early 2000s the laws and some of the requirements in that law were up for renewal what happened was the bill was just basically passed through because it was a renewal on the laws and the and the regulations that were put into that bill in early 2000s so that rhetoric was signed originally by Jeb Bush the amendments and the changes to that bill that were up for renewal actually somewhat nullify the original rhetoric, because the new rhetoric that's in there says that you do not have to be forced vaccinated, you can choose to be vaccinated, you do not have to show any passports when you go places, you do not have to show proof, and, a government, and the, the government only has emergency powers for a certain period of time, where in the old bill it said that it was indefinite. So there's changes to that bill. And it depends on how the person reads it or how the person uh, interprets it, I guess, who's the governor of the state or the lawmakers of the state on how they're going to enforce it. Luckily, you have Ron DeSantis, who's not going to enforce the old rhetoric, because the new rhetoric pretty much just nullifies it. However, I don't know why it wasn't just completely rewritten, changed, and the old rhetoric out of it. I don't know why the, that the wording of that old bill got to stay in the bill that was renewed and amended and changed. It didn't make any sense to me. And that is why I wanted a comment from Ron DeSantis' office. Now, I knew this wasn't... I, there, I knew, there was a part of me that knew, ladies and gentlemen, that... Ron desantis didn't sneak this in, or the lawmakers didn't sneak this in. I knew that that wasn't the case. I didn't know that it was originally written in and signed by Jeb Bush and his administration and the lawmakers that were in Florida back then but but leave it to the bushes right to put this kind of crap in a book in a uh, in a uh, in a bill and then get it passed as law but all the, but those the laws and, and and requirements in that bill were up for renewal and more up-to-date rhetoric was put in there that was basically more safeguards for the people and the people's personal beliefs and decisions, but still, that old stuff was in there. Why? That's the only question I have. Why wasn't it completely taken out, completely redone, and then passed? That is my question. So, Ron DeSantis is definitely off the hook for anybody who says that him or or Republican lawmakers snuck this in the bill because they didn't. It was passed in early 2000s. It's just all odd to me, and I don't understand why how some things work and how some things are, are able to, to, to move forward in state and, and, and federal government. I don't understand. And, and that's why our government has become way too big and way out of control. If you and I don't understand simple things like this on why it wasn't removed and then signed, then government is too big. When we're getting bills that are this big and our Constitution is only that, you know, one piece of paper, things are wrong because they make it so that the everyday average person, even a person who studies it every day like I do, doesn't understand it. So we're forced to try to get a comment from somebody in which, most cases, we can't or we get hung up on like we just did. So I did want to bring that to your attention. I did want to give you that update because I think it's very important for all of us to know That it wasn't really Ron DeSantis or the state government there that put this in. It was just in there to begin with. It's just really odd. It's just really odd that it wasn't removed. That's all I'm saying. All right, folks. I do want to tell you that if you go to MyPillow.com right now and put in the promo code LFA, and if you get a new pillow top mattress, you get two free pillows with it, and you also get 30% off on tons of towels and a whole bunch of other stuff, and up to 66% off other things as well when you go to MyPillow.com and put in the promo code LFA, which obviously stands for Live from America. Anyway, folks, that is going to do it for today's show. I want to thank all of you who shared the show. I want to thank all of you for giving me an hour and 15 minutes of your time. I want to thank you for, sh- for spreading the gospel and for just being great people whom I am so honored to be able to be with every single day. Thank you so very much. And remember, folks, there are right ways and there are wrong ways, but there's only one Yahweh. So stand up tall. Keep your shoulders back, keep your chest out, and keep your head up high because you are a child of God, and no weapon formed against you will ever prosper, even if it feels like it's happening right now. God bless you guys. I'll see you tonight at 5 p.m. Eastern time for more Live from America. Happy Friday. Enjoy your day today. And remember, take every opportunity you can to witness to somebody. Pray for somebody or at least spread the gospel in some way, shape, or form. It'll make your day and it will definitely...